Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the she in intentions. Oh, nice. We are, we are, we are. <laughs> we did uh, it. We're doing it. We're doing it. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And, um, okay, so you're reading the classics. Here's here's the Here's the thing I have to hear. Okay, so you're reading the classics, but number one... You said you were listening to it. So are you getting two questions with that? Number one, is there a list that you're working through? And number two, are you working through this list through audiobook? Um, okay. So the gist of the story is I have a trial to Amazon to Audible. Audible. Okay. Yeah. And Audible has tons of content. Like I haven't had an Audible subscription for a while. So the yeah. last time I had it, they basically just issued you the credits. And yeah. that was it. But so now okay. they just have tons of like, if you have an active membership, they just have a bunch of stuff on there, like a bunch of books that cost no credit. Oh, like free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's been a while for me too. Yeah. Okay. And so a cool. lot of, a lot of, um, older stuff what you would be con- like what you would consider more like classic literature or the classics or um just think books that have probably been the like purchased from the original copyright like they've been purchased by audible and then they they're hire out of some yeah like sometimes yeah. they hire a celebrity like scarlett johansson reads alice in wonderland like these things okay um so I'm not working through any particular list other than that. I just kind of, I'm not renewing. I'm not paying for the membership. Subscription. Yeah. So I am, you know, like going to select whatever's free. My, my credits. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to select those. And then right now, whatever's free, I'm just going to like fly through. And I've been wanting to read more classics and I guess to some extent that's my interpretation um just like well-known stories some things I do think actually would fall into classic literature yeah um so yeah and a lot of them are if you like speed them up a little bit yeah can be listened to in like two to three hours some of them are longer okay but some of them, like, I'm like three hours over, like, I can read, a f- I can listen to a few books a week, you know, just depending on what's going on. Yeah. Because um, you really can't, that's the thing with listening to fiction, is you kind of can't check yes. out for a second and then come back. <laughs> that's why I don't listen. Um, <laughs> but I do think it has trained me a little bit better to listening to stories, which I like because I always, I couldn't even do it at all. Right. And then it's allowed me to get through some books that I have kind of always wanted to 
yes. raid or just see what's going on. Um, and so, and I'm, I've been trying to read, there's, you know, all about my like side quest that I'm on, <laughs> Yes, but it involves lots of reading from a long time ago. So I've been trying to read a mixture of like newer classics, but also older books just to get myself used to reading yes. books that were written a long time ago. Cause there's yes. newsflash. They've changed. Writing has changed. <laughs> And oh boy has it. Oh boy here's has it. Here's how I know. Here is how I know. I <sighs> I was looking through my selection of free audiobooks. Mhm. And uh I saw Breakfast at Tiffany's by Truman Capote and I've actually never seen that movie. Me neither. Um and I just know, obviously, the Audrey Hepburn's in it and that iconic sort of aesthetic. Yes. Um, and I like In Cold Blood, but that's the only Truman Capote book that you've read. I've read. Okay. Other than that, from what I know about him. Yeah. I was like, I know. I like have a feeling I know what this this book is, you know. I know how I'm going to like it compared to, I just read A Christmas Carol. Um, I read The Screwtape Letters. Wow. You're really I, like, like traveling back in time. I here. read I read to the, the Journey to the Center of the Earth. That's right. You mentioned that. Okay. Also, Not kind your of thing. some, like, I really just like, what would a journey to the center of the earth be like? That was, that was it. That so was it? I don't, I mean, I don't like. Uh, okay. I, it okay. was just one of those things where I was like, okay, I, my blood pressure <laughs> never went, my heart rate never went up at all. I wouldn't have okay. gotten through it. It's I fine. would not have it's gotten through it. It's no. fine. <laughs> but there is, there's just so you know, there's a few um, older books that uh, Tim Curry he really just like went in and did a bunch. <laughs> so you have these like older English books and they're being read in this like very recognizable British accent anyway. So Breakfast at Tiffany's, I was just like, yes, it was is horrible. This what's passing is this what's passing for a classic? And I get like, I get it. Cause I think I understand the type of person that, like looks at Holly go lightly and is like, Oh, what a charming woman. Is she charming? I used to be her. I used to be the person that would be like, Whoa, what a bohemian. Just like, I don't know. Uh, I haven't read it. So I know I literally know nothing and I haven't seen the movie. So I know extra, extra nothing. I've seen the movie poster. That's I it. felt betrayed. I felt betrayed. Because people have told me, like, people have been acting like this is such an amazing story for so long. Since, I mean, I'm assuming since it came out. Yeah. <laughs> since the movie came out. Yeah. Which was like, when? I don't even know. And I don't even know. But yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now, she is an escort at best. <laughs> okay. We're not at, starting off strong. At best, you... <laughs> Could define her as an escort. Oh, no. <laughs> and she is just like, it's the story of this, this just poor girl. 
that is um she's just like morally ambiguous but very charming like she's just charming but she's not charming at all like i think she that's like why that I, charm is deceitful beauty is vain like that's the charming think, that she is i think i would have just there would have been a time where i was like oh what a charming funny story and then it's basically just a story about how her neighbor like becomes enamored with her just like everybody does even though she's really not likable at all other than that she's just like weird and friendly and and i don't like she goes to she goes she's gonna go to jail so then she goes to brazil to run away from it all that's the whole story and i'm just like i don't i was like i don't what so what I'm learning there is someone like, there's someone listening to this right now that is like joy this is my favorite movie and you don't get it please try to explain yeah i'm not yeah, gonna try I'm not to tell I'm me open i'm not saying i'm open to an explanation but it was just one of those things where it's like it was so it was very much i like i said haven't read a ton of truman capote but just from what i know about the man yeah I'm like, it was very much that. Okay. And I just, it, that was, I just feel like there was that like bohemian intelligentsia period of writing. Yes. Where everyone was like really smart and they all wanted to live in New York or France. Yes. And they like drank a lot and smoked a lot. And for some reason, yes. for a period of time, that was like the height of intellectualism literature. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's Even like though that. they were okay. all just like, they were all just, they were all just pervs smoking pot. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's all they were. And they weren't like. It's that Jack Kerouac like, era for me. It's, yeah, that's Jack yes. Kerouac for me. Yes. When people are oh. like, oh, Jack Kerouac. I'm like, this is such meaningless drivel. You have to be high to think that this is moving at all. It- and just depressed. Yes. Like depressed. Like I get it. I used to be like, I used to love Charles Bukowski. Oh, yeah. And it's yes. just like, which one of us didn't love yes. him? Right. And he was just a so sad drunk. Edgy. He so- was just a sad drunk. Like yes. I should feel bad for him. Yes. I do. Yes. Uh, but there is that like, I don't. Mm, Oh, thank you, Lord, for not letting me become become a saddled drunk. <laughs> Just who loves really, sensitivity? I truly mean that. Like, yes, I, would I know have you so do. easily become. <laughs> and I just would have thought like I was the most like tortured, I authentic I soul. Know. They all do, but really, I just really I was just a nihilist and depressed, and yeah. And didn't, like going to hell. Love God. <laughs> okay, so you heard it here. Don't read classic literature. Um, keep reading. No, now, now, wait. <laughs> a, a Christmas Carol was that good? That is truly like one of the best stories. A Christmas ever. Carol. Yeah, I about- already appreciate it. I already Carl appreciate Dickens? it because I love. Yes, because okay. I love. I love Muppet Christmas Carol. I love any of the Christmas, but Muppet Christmas Carol. I know how you feel about puppets. Don't make that face. (laughs) (laughs) But what I'm telling you 
is if you want a legitimate okay. story of repentance, of redemption, I if you want to cry, if you want to laugh, a Christmas carol. Okay. It's coming I, up. Christmas I'll is give coming it a up. Try. Read. I'll give it a try, especially if it's free on Audible. I'll give it a try. Yeah. And we Tim are Curry finishing. Reads it. Well, all right. We are finishing Paralandra this week, and I'm glad that we, we read it. I'm glad. Yes. Mm-hmm. I I would not have done this without the Sheologians book club. I would not have yeah. made it this far. So the fact that I like made it some way and out of out of the Silent Planet years ago on my own, like I never would have made it further if it weren't for book club. So I'm really thankful yeah. for that. Um, yes, this is my official invite to everybody for we're going to start that hideous strength really soon. So go to patreon.com slash sheologians and find all that there. Um, I have to tell you what I did last night before we get into this, because um, I don't think I'll ever forget it. I don't think I'll ever forget (laughs) what I did last night. Um, So it was a weird night for us. I've been waiting to tell you this for like 24 hours. It it was a weird night for us (laughs) because... Eric wasn't going to be home and like all of our schedules were all just like a little weird. And um, all I have to say, I asked the girls what they wanted for dinner and they weren't hungry yet, but I knew that the 12 year old boy would not want to wait. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go scout like what's in the fridge that I can make for him quickly because he's not going to want to wait for the rest of us to catch up to being hungry. And he had mentioned earlier in the day hey, don't forget, we have those really good raviolis in the freezer. You know, like he's, he's like telling me, he's like, hey, just in case you forgot. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. There's some really delicious raviolis in the freezer. So I thought to myself, I'll make him some ravioli. We had had pasta the night before and Eric makes the best pasta sauce. Like he legit makes such good pasta sauce. And so I was like, ravioli, top it with the pasta sauce. I'd made sourdough, give him some bread with it. This is so easy. It's a full dinner. And then the girls and I can worry about ourselves later when we're actually hungry. So I make the ravioli. I get out the pasta sauce. I put it on top of the ravioli. I steam it all together. I put the bread in. I give him his dinner. He's excited because it's the ravioli. And then I go on my way because whatever we're having like a weird night like i said it's not like it's like eric wasn't home things were weird so i move on with my life he's been fed us girls will eat later so it's an hour later we had kind of done like our whole girl dinner type thing you know Mm -hmm. and um i'm in the living room with the baby and kate who is my almost 14 year old she starts working on dishes and she picks up the the tupperware that had had the uh pasta sauce in it And she's like scraping out the remnants into the trash can so she can wash the Tupperware because there's still some in the Tupperware, you know, and I'm playing with the baby and she randomly goes, I wonder how Ransom would feel if I gave him just like a spoonful of this plain pumpkin puree. And I go, wait, what? And she goes, yeah, this is the the leftover pumpkin puree from what I made. (laughs) the other night the moment that I realized that I had slathered <laughs> Waylon's ravioli in plain pumpkin puree from a can 
Oh no. I just handed it to him like it was a blessing. He, he didn't say anything? Did you ask him? Did he like it? What, did you like discover something good? <laughs> I literally fell out of my chair. I was on the ground crying laughing when I realized that what I thought was pasta sauce was just plain <laughs> canned pumpkin. What and was I going mean, on in your life? <laughs> I had slathered it all over because he likes things saucy. Well, so it, you made it with love. You were like, this is so perfect. And he's going to love it. He's going to love that it. That was like he's the be best happy. part of it. I didn't make him wait. So once I could talk again, because I was literally crying, laughing, I felt so bad, but also oh, that's hilarious. I had no idea. <laughs> I had no clue. Um, I am like, I call for him because I don't know. I was like, wait, what? And he comes and he kind of walks in the room like a little defeated. And I was like, how is your dinner? And he goes, it was awful. Oh, he, he ate every bite. Oh, bless. He was bless like, his heart. He goes, he goes, I've never tasted anything so bad. <laughs> and he was like, what was that? <laughs> and I mean, I saw his bowl in the sink. It was, it was licked clean. <laughs> The boy was hungry. I told you he wouldn't want to wait. I told you he wouldn't want to wait. He goes, was it sweet potato? What was it? I was like, I am so sorry. I thought it was pasta sauce. And he goes, I thought it was pasta sauce. He thought it was pasta sauce too. Then he took a a bite into it and he was like, oh, this is not dad's pasta sauce. (laughs) He said it was the worst thing he's ever eaten. So um, anyway, I just, the pumpkin puree ravioli is going to be just like a thing that we all remember. We all are just like randomly crying, laughing about it. And he just ate the whole thing. He ate the whole thing. He thought it was just a weird, and here, here's the thing is he thought like I had just made something weird. <laughs> right. He was, yes, he did his job, which was, well, A, I'm hungry and I need to eat. And B, mom made it. It's rude to be like, this is the nastiest thing I've ever eaten in my life. So I'm just going to eat it and shut my mouth. He ate all of it. I put so much on there because I thought it would bless him. <laughs> he ate so much plain pumpkin puree. <laughs> On his spinach mozzarella reel. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Anyway, so that's that's my uh, that's my pumpkin puree story. Pumpkin chai, um, like a pie is really good. We we made oh. we nice. made a pumpkin yeah, chai good. pie, and I just can't recommend it enough. I think that's probably what we're gonna. That's just gonna be, be the standard in our house now. Is pumpkin nice. pie is a pumpkin chai. And it's really just a pumpkin pie with like cardamom and, and nutmeg. Yeah. Like, yeah, really you nothing. You cannot go wrong with extra spices. No. And no. don't don't worry, everyone. We'll put the uh, <laughs> ravioli a la pumpkin in our cookbook 
as what not to do. <laughs> I'm like determined. I feel like I've had a pumpkin ravioli in my life. It was obviously oh, yeah. not. It was not that. I feel like to make it up to Waylon, I need to like figure out how to make that, but make it good. So oh yeah, like, with like go on my list, pumpkin ravioli with like sage, like kind of a sagey yeah. cream sauce and like yeah. sausage. I feel like I've like, had that, and it was really so good. good. Yeah, so good. Okay, but regular, just plain pumpkin puree on <laughs> ravioli. <laughs> I steamed it all together. No, and that. I mean, that's the, that's the part, that's it. That's really what it is, is that, like, you made it with love, but with the wrong ingredient. I thought it was going to be such a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Which actually, you know what? This conversation, like, seamlessly leads into our topic. Doesn't it? That's exactly why I was like, this is, this it is, is perfect. perfect. It is perfect. It's perfect. Um, really quickly, you can leave us a voice about 470-465-0475. All of Joy's hand-drawn Christmas items are in the shop. Tell them what we have for Christmas. They are. There's a bunch of we... different... There's new things that we've never offered before, too. Yes. Yes, we have... Uh, we do have... We have ornaments. And we Christmas have ornaments. Yes. Those are kind of our two... They There's so many... Man... We, well, my goal is always to get more organized with the shop. I'd really like to see that happen this year. But they have a lot since the last time we really did any product launches, which was even just Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, They added a lot of products. And so I'm good. But some of them I want to experiment with. Like, they'll yeah. give, they'll send us samples of stuff. So I really want to do like a blanket, but... I don't want to, I don't want you guys to order a, a, like a weird blurry. (laughs) Yeah. That you have a a blanket you've never tested. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, we're going to try, you know, we're going to see, uh, this year, just like what other kinds of things we can do. But, but we have Christmas ornaments. We have, um, obviously the classic shirts and mugs Mugs and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, the cards and the ornaments are kind are the of new. Our, like, yeah. new. I'm excited about things. those. Um, I was also going to, we haven't mentioned them in a long time, but I made myself a note. Oh. Because yes, it's the holidays. To, Thank you. I'm so glad. Yes. We talked to our Forged Beard Co. Yes. Friends. And, um, I'm like, we need to be, we, I for, we yes, can't keep we forgetting forget. to talk about this, <laughs> yes. but especially because it's useful leading up to this time. And there's going to be um, Black Friday deals and all yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. So we need to remind you guys of Forge Beard Co. If you have no idea what we're talking about, um, we have friends who have a beard care company um and many different uh scents and then he was even saying that there's going to be something new coming out very soon as well um but yeah they have beard oils beard wash they have sets um all kinds of things but we know them um and they're a great company and they're great folks and so if you are looking for uh christmas gifts for your uh 
the the men the man <laughs> in your life um we would absolutely recommend forged weird co and sheila if you use uh the code sheologians at checkout you can get a little discount some, yep. yeah what's so, the website forged beard co dot com dot com okay mm-hmm. um so yeah uh well why does my puree story lead us right into what we're <laughs> gonna talk about today so summer i had really good intentions <laughs> she had such good intentions but no amount of good intentions can turn plain pumpkin puree into delicious day after pasta sauce because we all know it's better the day it's after. way better the day after seriously <laughs> yes and, it is and so this is this is what i wanted to talk about today and it's something <laughs> i've been thinking about and um it's so funny because i know right now there's like the uh you mentioned like girl meal girl dinner yes which is like kind of a viral online thing, but another yes. viral online thing is like girl math. Yes. Which is unfortunately math that just doesn't really doesn't math. It's not really math. <laughs> if you pay in cash, it's free. Yeah. I didn't spend um, any money because I paid in cash. That's so too real. <laughs> so uh, I've been thinking about this weird math that our culture does, which is basically this formula. Sin plus my best intentions equals not sin. Not sin. <laughs> and, they cancel um, each other out. Yeah. And uh, I just think uh, this is just us like rationalizing our sin. This is just us. This is a uh, alternate reality. This is a fake reality equation that uh, allows you to sin without feeling like you're sinning. Um, and well, let's face it. I mean, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but intent is like a legal term. And so in a way it's, it's our way of saying like, oh, well, but what was my intent? So it is a way for us to, um, relieve ourselves of guilt in a non-legal type of way, of course. But like, we just, I, I think that's really simply what we're doing, but it, it just might be something we're doing that we don't always realize that we're doing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I've heard, I just can't like, I've heard, I, I think probably the craziest one I've heard is like lying plus my best intentions equals truth. So you, you might math this way and it doesn't seem like, the consequences would be that great except for making yourself innocent when you're guilty like it's only as damaging as making yourself innocent when you're guilty I guess is what I'm trying to say and that's not great and again that's it's lying it's it's not true it's not truth right um and so it's definitely a it's like a prime operator of fake reality. Like if you want to live in fake reality, absolutely just sprinkle your best intentions on everything and turn it into the raviolis of your dreams. (laughs) 
but you will have to choke those raviolis down <laughs> at some point. Just saying. They don't go down easy. <laughs> Ask my son. <laughs> it reminds me of the, I think we brought this up in book club, but the C.S. Lewis quote, and I have the full one here, and it's so good. This is what came to my mind. The quote of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated, but those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. Um, Yeah. And so I think what you're getting at and what I was just thinking of was like, sometimes, yeah, sometimes the like, well, my intentions were good is a desire to overlook the poor result of your actions. And it's like, it doesn't help you if if your intentions are genuinely good. It does not help you to ignore that the actions were bad. Like I'm right. not going to I'm not going to make my son ravioli and put pumpkin on it again because my intentions are good. Like what I'm going to learn from this is like maybe I need to like sniff things before I cook with them like my because because my intentions were actually good I'm going to be careful not to do that again like I'm going to be aware this time of year there might be pumpkin puree in my fridge and I need to be like aware of that but the whole like well you know the outcome doesn't matter because my intentions were good is not true but that's not a true statement um, the outcome of what I made for dinner was not good just because I wanted it to be good. Um, right. Now, I think where people get tripped up is this would not be a funny story if I was intentionally making poor, gross food. Right. That would be a kind of cruelty that would be a different kind of failure. Yeah. And I would agree that that would be a worse that would be a worse failure. Like if I was just like, I don't care, eat this gruel and like that wouldn't be funny. And that would be a different sin. Um, And it's not that I sinned in making it, but I'm not going to, but I didn't succeed. Like I didn't make a good meal. Like, right. I have to be, you have to be able to be honest about that. My intentions don't matter. My good intentions did not make a good meal. And so your good intentions, Intentions are are a, a non-physical thing. And I think the good intentions do matter and you ought to intend to do good. But if your intention is to do good and you're actually doing harm, like the result of your intentions is harmful, that means your intentions and your actions are out of sync and you have to put them back together. You don't have right. a choice. You don't get to go, yeah. oh, well, oh, well, the intentions are good. No, no, no. You need to put your intentions and what's actually landing back in sync. Yes. Yeah. I think that, I think another thing too is that, yeah, yes, that's perfect. Um, we have this, what I'm noticing now is a pattern 
And this is like, this is where the, the deception comes in. Like if you have deceived yourself in this way, you mm-hmm. will legitimately think as long as my intentions were pure, like I am absolved of the outcome. And that means that you will like, like you said, the difference between, so the difference between what I'm talking about now and what happened with your son is that you did not, you didn't intentionally, you actually were trying to love him. (laughs) You like your intentions actually were really good which means that you are going to change your behavior, like you said, to not ever do that again, or like really try your best. Really try but not I do, to do that again. <laughs> but I do think that I think basically we just get into this habit of just assuming, like the assumption is that if my intentions are good, it automatically like cancels out whatever I did to the point where there is no investigation. Like all of a sudden, well, we like, it's obvious, but we believe the equation, right? Like nagging plus I just need my husband to know what he does that I don't like, because then we can have a better, more organized household equals not nagging. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm justified. (laughs) I'm justified in my nagging. So it's actually not nagging. And it's like, you just said it. (laughs) You just said you're justified in your nagging. So it's not nagging. But in your own words, you're justified in them. (laughs) And so I think that, I think this is the equation that's being used to completely transform things like we're we're actually i guess i would venture to say we're past the use of the equation you know like when you just like get a muscle memory when you memorize your your times tables and then you just like know it you just know the answer and so the answer always equals not sin not sin and it's it gets to the point where you're not even doing the equation you're not doing sin plus my best intentions equals not sin. You're just going, oh, nothing I do is sin. Nothing I do is sin because like you may- because I know I'm always wanting yes, what's best. I am always well-intended. Like I am always intending to do what is right and what is best and what is good. And I think that that is, I think- I mean, obviously that's the end result of the equation. That's literally equals, (laughs) that's what it equals. But that's the destruction that we're talking about here is it's, it's a destruction that leads to you and the culture at large believing that nothing Nothing is sin. Yeah. As long as you do it for, you know, and I I mean, really like well-intentioned to who? Like to yourself? to like i mean because a lot a lot of times when we use that equation that plus my best intentions it's like plus my best intentions for me like i have my my desire is that i be happy and not have to deal (laughs) with this so i mean i don't know i just i it's rampant Um, yes well and there's a there's a i don't remember the passage ha Um, but there's that, that, uh, passage in the old Testament about what to do if you're out in a field and you're chopping 
and like your axe goes flying. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. This and this wasn't intentional. Like it was a legitimate like work accident. Yeah. You weren't trying to harm anybody. You weren't trying to kill anybody. Nonetheless, someone is greatly harmed, maimed, dead. Um, what are the consequences? And the answer is there are consequences. Now, the yeah. consequences are different of course, yeah. than if you intentionally harmed someone. But even when you unintentionally have harmed somebody because of you with your tool, your negligence, your whatever, there are still consequences. And so that is that is the biblical law. That is the biblical position is that your good intentions to get the work done and you're just working hard at, with your axe or whatever tool um, they don't cancel out the consequences of the result that you created, the thing that right. you did, like what you do actually has to land. So like results actually do matter. And I think something to remember in the conversation is that Jesus tells us that, you know, people by their fruit. So we actually can look at physical, tangible results of some of that people produce and go okay and and then then assess what's inside so jesus says you will know them by their fruit you will know people by their outward actions you will know them by what they produce and that you use that to make an assessment so your fruit does speak to your inner mind your inner life your inner self your heart yeah and it's like people that people want to separate the two and say well no like mine even though this is the result of my actions even though this is the result of my life even though like that doesn't have anything to do with me yeah it really does like yes it really does what you produce you know show me your friends right show me show me your life show me your checkbook show me your children like and it will tell me what is inside of you like the fruit of your life speaks volumes so if you're consistently having to defend your intentions as good because the results the fruit doesn't yell i'm good like that should alert you to a very real problem and i understand that then well you have to have discernment with how do you look for good fruit and i'm not meaning to get into all that but because that is in itself a whole conversation but i think that well what is the fruit of the spirit love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentle self-control like if those are the things that you're producing okay like that's good like the fact that you know and i guess we're just going to keep going back to the pumpkin puree but like we were all laughing about it. The whole house is laughing about it because it's like, we know that was not the intention. Like, it's funny. We know it's not, we know like the fruit that is here is I think we've all kind of created like loyalty (laughs) in our household to where like, we know that that was an accident. You know what I mean? And so that was one of the fruits of that. Like, I don't have to defend. I haven't had to say oh, I didn't mean to do that. It's right. obvious. Everyone yeah. knows I didn't mean to do that. And so if you're the kind of person where you're just always having to explain, well, you know, that wasn't my mm-hmm. intention. That wasn't my intention. That wasn't like there might be a, that might 
there might be a problem there. Yeah. Yeah. If you're always having to say like, well, don't look at what you can see. <laughs> look at, believe me when I say that there is this unseen component that absolves me from what you see. <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't, but yeah, I, I, I it doesn't think we have to, yeah. I think we just need to, we need to make, we need to watch our intentions first of all. And we need to make sure that we are not um, like plastering our intentions over sin and being like, well, I just really mean well, because well is not a uh, meaning. Well is, is not a standard defined, like set by what, what you think is best. Now, again, you know, the more sanctified you are, the more mature you are, you, you, what is best to you will align with scripture. That's, we all know that, but yours, like, it can't just, we famous last words. I did what I thought was best. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, when people are explaining the horrible, <laughs> horrible thing they did. And it's like, yeah, I just thought that was for the best. It's like, yeah. Can you hear well, yourself? Sometimes, yeah, Can you hear sometimes yourself? it's like, sometimes it's like you literally just actively engaged in sin. And then like we were talking about, sometimes it's like, I legitimately did what I thought was best. And it was not, it was not the right thing. I reached out to grab the ark for, uh, for keep it from falling. <laughs> and, and <laughs> I just, <laughs> and now I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just, um, this if you love people, kind of don't oppress do. them. Don't oppress them with your <laughs> right. good intentions. If you mean, yeah. here's the thing. If you truly mean well, you're going to do well. Yeah. That's and yeah, this is the bottom line. Again, it like doesn't all of this, like your best intentions do nothing to anything that the Bible explicitly calls sin. Like there, there is no lie that can be covered. There is no adultery or dishonor or lack of submission um, that that's just not, there is no, there's no intention that you could like your intention of sinning. Like <laughs> your, if your intention is to sin, it's never going to equal not sin never. And no. so don't expect don't, like, just don't, don't be surprised when it doesn't produce results. Like, and if you are surprised, you may be doing this a little bit. You may be doing this. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't have. Anyway. That's, that is that. That's all. That's all. Um, as you head into the holiday season, I think, well, my warning for moms and wives in this, like, very busy season is, like, I think the way we do this is we're, like, I worked so hard. Why isn't everybody having fun? Yeah. As you're like, I just want the house to be cozy and clean. As you're just like being the the meanest. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Listen, it's not going to (laughs) work. It's not going to work. Your good intentions for everyone to have a great time are not going to work. If you want everyone to have a good time, you're actually going to have to be a good time. (laughs) Yeah. Focus on that. Focus on that part. And remember that as you go into the holidays, um, you cannot 
tyrannically um, torment everyone yeah. for their own good. Yes. If you look <laughs> around and you see the faces of a bunch of haunted people, haunted looking people that just like are not having a good sad. time. But if you look around and it looks like everyone's just eating a bowl of pumpkin, pumpkin puree, puree ravioli. <laughs> it's not going good <laughs> change it up don't serve the pumpkin puree okay you guys can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 and we'll see you next week see ya